welcome to the Tough Cookie Podcast, sharing stories of amazing inspiration, hope and resilience from transplant recipients and people with chronic illnesses. And here's your host, Patricia Shades. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tough Cookie Podcast. Um, I am Patricia Shades. I'm your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Um, We've got another amazing speaker to uh, chat to today. Her name is Kristen Willoughby, and she is a double lung recipient, and she is going to tell her story um, right about now. So, Kristen, it's over to you. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you, Kristen. You've you've I've followed you on Facebook for a while now, and you've done some pretty extraordinary things with your second chance at life. Yep. Tell us all about it. Um, so I was born with cystic fibrosis and it was pretty mild all throughout my childhood and um, my doctor pretty much told my mum to get her into all sports possible because it will help her lungs. So that's what I did. I did athletics, netball, touch football. Um, I dabbled in lots of sports and then um, probably around the age of 19, I found that my lungs really started to deteriorate and I found sport a lot harder. Um, I could still function day to day. Um, I had about 40% lung function, but didn't seem to bother me too much. Um, And then when I was in my 30s, I had a sharp decline and that's when I was listed for a lung transplant. I was 32, I think, when I was put on the list and on 24-hour oxygen. Um, I had a chair set up in the middle of the house so that um, I could have a a sit down and a rest when I was walking to the bathroom or the kitchen or the bedroom because I just couldn't get around at all at that stage. And then when I was 33, um, that's when I got the call for um, my new set of lungs. So from there, it just went really fast and I was in hospital for two weeks. Um, and then I came home and after the initial recovery, I just couldn't wait to get back into sports again. And what kind of sports did you get into after your transplant? Um, initially I got back into short distance. So just mostly sprinting because, um, my main goal was to go to the Australian transplant games. And, um, so I wanted to do track there. Um, then I found just the sprinting really took its toll on my body. Um, It had been about 15 years, I think, since I'd last sprinted. So, um, yeah, just my joints and my muscles because the prednisone, it plays havoc on your muscles. And um, so I kind of switched then towards long distance. And from there, um, I used to do park run, which is 5K every Saturday. And then I just build up to a 10k and then I did my first half marathon and then I did the Gold Coast full marathon in 2018 and um, I've just been running ever since. (laughs) Wow a full marathon in 2018 and how long after your transplant was that? Um, That was about probably about seven years I think yeah it was seven years before I did the full marathon which is really good because that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, because um, before you have a lung transplant, they give you the statistics and they say only about 50 to 60% make it past the five-year mark. 
And if you're lucky enough to be one of the ones that make it past the five-year mark, um, they pretty much expect, expect that you'll be on the decline again. So to be running marathons that far out and I'm nine years out now and I'm still running. So um, I've been really blessed. I haven't had any rejection or decline. So that's amazing. And just touching on on being nine years out and, and things like that, I've, I've noticed that you've done a few almost you've taken the taken the marathon thing to a, a next level you've you've done a lot of running for cystic fibrosis australia and things like that so can you sort of talk about that a little bit more because it's to me this is phenomenal <laughs> um when i first started running i just did it for myself and my donor and just as a hobby to keep i loved it and then i think when i decided to do the full marathon i thought well why not raise some funds and awareness for cystic fibrosis um, and so I started a um, an everyday hero page, I think it was, for Cystic Fibrosis Australia for the full marathon. So I was able to raise a lot of money through that. And then now just here and there I do little challenges and just raise awareness and money at the moment. Um, May is six, Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. So they've got the 65 Roses Challenge in May. And basically, you choose your own challenge to do throughout the month of May. So some people are doing 65 push-ups a day, 65 squats a day. Some people are walking 65 kilometres throughout the month of May. So I decided to do 65 miles throughout the month of May, which is 104 kilometres. So the reason I did miles is because I would do over 60 miles a month anyway. So I just thought I'd challenge myself. Um, by just, doing just the, for an extra couple of miles <laughs> yeah so um I'm nearly finished that um I've just almost reached my goal I'll probably reach it tomorrow or the next day so I'm on target for that that's absolutely incredible Kristen I cannot believe that you know nine years ago you were struggling for breath and had a a, a chair in the middle of your house and now you're running 65 miles in I a know. month it's it's amazing even nine years out I still have to pinch myself sometimes and especially when you get memories pop up on Facebook and you just can't believe where you came from and and how far I've come and it's just a good reminder and that you know when you've got lungs and you've got good legs and everything you've just got to use them and make the most of it so because if it wasn't for my donor I wouldn't be here so I, I feel like I've um, almost want to do it for her so she can't obviously and I, I did find out that my donor actually was a runner so that was after I took up running so that made it even oh, wow. even better and more inspiring for me to get out and run for her. It would have given you that closeness as well like it would have made a, a, an already special bond even more special I imagine. Yeah it really did because um, I didn't that's not something I expected I mean um I don't know, you don't even expect to find out much, I guess, um, about your donor. And then when I found out that she was a runner and I was a runner, um, yeah, it was just very surreal finding that out. It, it was, um, you already feel connected with your donor, um, but then when you find something like that out, it's, I guess it's a deeper connection and um, when you have rough days and you're contemplating whether to go out in front of the television definitely helps you get out the door to think about that 
That's absolutely gorgeous. And Kristen, sort of what do you think, what do you, other than the fact that your donor was a runner, what gets you through? Um, I have a son who's 13. He was four at the time of my transplant. So um, before my transplant, it was tough. Um, I don't think I contemplated not being here for him, but um, just to see him start kindergarten was a huge goal for me and now he's in year eight. So um, I do find myself trying to go that extra mile with just exercising and trying to stay healthy so that I'm here for him. Um, And, of course, my husband too, who's a huge support, he he runs with me and pretty much anything that I set my mind to, they're beside me, which is really lovely because um, it's so much easier not doing it by yourself. Of course, of course, it's so important to have that amazing support network around you. Yeah. Is it, is it, would you say it's the, the little short term goals that kind of also help you through? Like, you know, you said seeing your son get to kindergarten and obviously now he's in year eight. Yeah. Is it, is it those little, little goals that are not easily achievable, but they sort of seem easily achievable? It's sort of breaking everything into bite sized chunks. Absolutely. Um, I do have my short-term goals, but I also have long-term goals and I concentrate on the short-term goals. Um, Unfortunately, this year, obviously, um, there's a lot of running events that are being cancelled. So uh, we had signed up for the Gold Coast Marathon weekend again, but we're just going to do the half marathon this year. Um, And we're going to do it in a time that we could... um, so in January, we've signed up for the Walt Disney World Marathon. And if you produce a time, it helps you get a better starting corral, which means that you've got more time to do it in, more time to have fun and photos and all of that. So Fantastic. the half marathon was cancelled. And although at this stage, the Walt Disney World Marathon's probably going ahead, we've actually cancelled because it's likely that our borders will be closed and even if they're not closed I'm not very comfortable um, going over there just yet. Of course of course and I guess just touching on a few of those points um, how 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 have you kept sane (laughs) for want of a better word through COVID other than you other than your running how have you kept and bided your time? Well I've homeschooled uh, my son since last year away. I started homeschooling him last year. So that's kept me pretty busy. And then when all the other kids, um, all the school closures and they all started um, being homeschooled, um, that kind of didn't change for us. I was already used to doing that. In fact, it was probably a little bit easier because it was nicer knowing that all of Cohen's friends were in the same situation Um, so that took up a bit of time and then I just made sure every day I would either do some form of exercise, whether it be running, taking our dog for a walk, um, doing weights. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's, we've had our ups and downs. Um, I'm the type of person that's happy with my own company. So, um, I found it nice at times just to, to sit and be by myself and not have to worry about you know, door knockers and <laughs> things like that. <laughs> um, but um, I went out last week 
actually for the first time um, we went to Bunnings to do a few things and I've been at home for 11 weeks so other than running we I haven't been anywhere I haven't left the house so I've just felt that I'm comfortable now to start going out and about and so yeah I've been out a few times this week so we're just starting to dip our toes in the water and so far every everywhere I've been I've felt safe and we try to go early in the morning before all the shops and everything get too busy and then we come home so yeah of course of course and just going back to the the Walt Disney World marathon mm-hmm. now I know you're a big Disney fan yeah what what's 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 the deal with that um, <laughs> Well, um, as far as Disney goes, I grew up with Disney, but obviously my family could never afford to go there in the 80s. But I had my Starlight Foundation to go to Disneyland and I just immediately fell in love. And, um, yeah, I've just saved and gone back. And um, after my transplant, that was actually my first goal was to take Cohen to Disneyland because... Um, he had never been, so I always wanted to take my son to Disneyland. Um, I've been back a couple of times since, and um, with the marathon, um, they have different run Disney weekends at Walt Disney World, and I've always wanted to do that because obviously I love running and I run, I love Disney, so <laughs> it made perfect sense. Um, they have challenges, really? so. We had signed up for the Dopey Challenge, so that's the 5K <laughs> first. Yeah, it's named Dopey for a reason. It's the 5K on Thursday, the 10K Friday, the half marathon Saturday and the full marathon on Sunday. So that's what we signed up was for the Dopey Challenge, which is all four races. And wow. We had booked a Disney cruise on the Monday and Disney Cruise Line have got their own private island and then they have the 5K there, which is linked to the marathon weekend. So you get like an extra marathon medal for doing that. So it was going to be our dream trip and lots of training, lots of running. And it was just everything that we love. And so we've been planning this for a few years. And um, cool. yeah, but we've had to cancel that. So, um, but we'll rebook when it's safe to do so. It's still something that yeah. we'll definitely do. And are they, uh, are Walt Disney doing um, virtual running? I think I've seen yes. some, some posts of yours. So tell me about that. So they have the official Run Disney virtual 5Ks every year. Um, so basically you sign up, you pay the money. I guess it's just a glorified thing, like you're basically just paying for the medal, but um, it's the honour system. But we've already always a 5K and then we've received the medals. Um, it's just a fun way to get overseas people and people that can't afford to actually go to Disney for the races because they have four race weekends a year um, and a lot of the locals can get to all of them. Um, yep. Obviously, being here in Australia, I can't. So, yeah, I've signed up for quite a few virtual races and then I'm also part of a team-run Disney Facebook group and... Obviously, the US is in the same boat as us. They're all getting their races cancelled and a lot of people have paid for their races. They've trained for their races and then they're cancelled. So my team run Disney group decided to have our own races. So each weekend, the admin of the group just organise a challenge and sometimes it's simple, just a 5K um, 
We had Star Wars Weekend, which was a mock version of the real Star Wars Weekend, which was cancelled. So it was a 5K Friday half marathon, um, sorry, 10K Saturday and a half marathon Sunday. So I did those three races just around the neighbourhood. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, they're free. You don't get any medals. It's just a bit of fun for my running community to have while we're all locked down. <laughs> keeps us sane, and a bit of a bit, of bit of competition bit of competition from what I understand as well it is, is that so right? a few of the um challenges that we've did they've, they've divided the Facebook group into two teams so we've did the light side and the dark side with Star Wars I was on the light side and we won that one um and then they had an Avengers one where they had team Avengers team Thanos um I was on team Avengers and we lost that one so, yeah, it's just a bit of fun to get us through and keep us all sane and most of all keep us active and training because with all these races getting cancelled, like just for me, it's the half marathon and the full marathon. challenge. Sometimes you find it um, hard to get motivated to get out the door when you don't actually have um, something to train for. So um, this, these challenges just really helped to bring fun back into running while we're all on lockdown. Of course. I guess it's, it's once again bringing those um, little bite-sized pieces to, to give you a, a bit of an end goal, even though that end goal has changed and shifted. Yeah, that's right, because it is a little bit um, disappointing because we put a lot of work into our training. I mean, I'm not fast or anything like that, but just to train our legs. And like I said before, the prednisone, it it's terrible for our muscles. So I really have to keep my training up to keep my muscles strong. Um, so, yeah, we just have to take it day by day and get out there. I haven't had too much trouble staying motivated. Um, I actually like getting out for a run. Um, so nice. that's good for me. And is it also a mindset thing as well? Is there I also a mindset element to this? I think so. Um because, yeah, it can be hard if you're just relying on your self-motivation to, to get out and do it. But when you've got, you know, a couple of thousand people on Facebook who are part of Run Disney who are all in the same boat, <clears throat> um, yeah, it does make it easier. And I think it's unique to the situation that we're in at the moment. Um, like I'm sitting here in Australia and my friends in the US are going through the exact same thing on the other side of the world. So. Um, yeah, I think it's brought us closer and um, it's funny that we've just all got that one thing in common now So, and we're worlds absolutely. apart. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's strange that a, a virus has brought us all closer together. It's, it's a very bizarre situation. Like obviously it's a horrible situation and I'm starting to um, get a bit, bit of cabin fever at the moment but we have had a few discussions about all the positives that it's brought out in people um it's brought people close together even things with um zoom and facetime and everything now we can catch up more than probably what we would have in person with some people so yeah we're just trying to look at the bright side yep absolutely and is that is that another part of resilience that you think that exists in your world as well looking for the bright side in things I think so. Um, I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason and um, when it's when things are tough, I kind of try to look for why things are happening and um, I think that gets me through and I think it um, 
helps me realise what path that I'm on and that that's what I'm meant to be doing. And I think I'm definitely more resilient for just having cystic fibrosis in general. I know I live life a lot different to um, a lot of my other friends. I try to emphasise things like travel and making memories and experiences rather than material objects and things. Um, and even my husband, um, like we've been together since we were 15 and that's kind of rubbed off on him because he's the same now. Um, he couldn't care less about having big expensive things or anything. We're just all about going on holidays and travelling and um, making memories with Cohen. So um, yeah. I think in that respect I'm, I'm quite blessed that that's the path that my life has taken because at the end of the day you can't take things with you. And um, to make all these memories with my family is just priceless. Absolutely. And it's such an, a, an amazing attitude to have towards life as well. I think sometimes the chronic illness community kind of get that, they're blessed with that, that attitude. They've, you know, they know the, the bad side of things and they've faced a lot of it and they can sort of see the good and, and they yeah. want to make the most out of their, the, the life that they've actually been blessed with. Yeah. And I think that's probably, um, been a saviour for us with this COVID-19 because um, I know a lot of healthy people have struggled with the lockdown and not being able to go shopping or um, go to a restaurant or go for a few drinks, whereas um, I think my way of looking at it was, well, it's given me downtime. Um, I've spent loads of time with my family and um I'm not missing any of the material stuff because I didn't focus on that anyway. Um, so I'm not missing not getting my nails done or, um, I don't know, things like that. I've been painting my own nails while I've been in quarantine. Like It just doesn't bother me. There's a bigger picture to that. And um, if I can stay at home and be safe and if everybody else can stay safe, I think that's the goal at the end because I think that eventually it'll all go back to where we were I guess and it's starting to now things are starting to open back up and um yeah I think that it's just been the best thing at the moment just to stay home and just to relax and and just focus on my health yeah absolutely and Kristen what's next for you what's what's beyond beyond uh Walt Disney World and your cruise and beyond COVID and things like that what's next what's your next big goal well, we're kind of in the middle at the moment of being in no man's land. Um, like I said, we've had these goals for years, um, you know, two to three years we've been planning this and now it's just all not happening. So we're planning on moving closer to my husband's work. We were planning on doing that next year anyway, so we've just brought it forward. Um, so I guess that's our next big step is to sell the house and, um, get uh, Cohen enrolled into because like I said I do homeschool but there's a brilliant school a Christian school where we're moving to so I'm going to get him enrolled in there so we're just going to play it a day at a time and when we feel comfortable enough that the borders are opened and um, this COVID-19 is under control whether it's a vaccine or whether it's just um, I don't know not as prevalent anymore I'm not sure what's going to happen, but, yeah, we'll definitely start travelling 
in the future. I'm not sure whether it will be 2022 or 2023, but yeah, we're, we're keen. So in the meantime, we've decided to just do a lot of domestic holidays. Yeah, just travel around New South Wales. Uh, we love Gold Coast. We're waiting for them to open their borders so that we can plan to go back up there. Um, yeah, so we'll just do a lot of travelling here and when it's time we'll go back overseas and hopefully do the Disney cruise again. Fantastic. But it sounds like you've got you've got plenty of goals even though you don't sort of know exactly what they are. But you've got, you were talking 2022 and 2023, so it's yeah. sort of... No, you're you're still going to be here for that. And, yeah, and yeah. You're um, focusing on on the future, which is amazing. Yeah, I think that helps too. I mean, last year I um, just got a ten year license, and it didn't even cross my mind that I wouldn't be in here <laughs> for ten years to see it out. So I just thought I just get get that. So, um, but yeah, I think that just to keep making goals and plans and get excited about life. Um, that gets me through the tough times because there are hard times. I have days where I just cry or um, or nap or just where I have a day where I struggle. But then as long as I pick myself up the next day, um, that's all that matters. I think we all struggle to a certain extent. Life's not all about positivity for me. But, yeah, I just have my little pity party and then pick myself up the next day and that's when I start planning and might go out for a run and and just, yeah, get on top of things. That's amazing. And I think it, you're right. It is so so important to not just see everything in a positive light, but to also have those down times and, and those moments where you're allowed to cry, you're allowed to sleep all day if you want to and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's unpredictable. Like it's I can so have, a, have a great, you know, month or week or whatever and then one day I'll just wake up and it will just be one thing after the other after the other and, and yeah, I just have a really, really bad day and... Yeah, but then, like I said, just pick myself up and and get on with it after that. Amazing. Thank you so much, Kristen. I really appreciate your time. I'm going to um, wrap it up with you there. Thank you so, so much. Now, to find out a little bit more about the Walt Disney runs and things like that that Kristen has spoken about, I'll pop some links into um, our blog. Um, Kristen, thank you so much. You're positivity and fitness goals and everything like that make make everyone I think (laughs) see see things in a new light and hopefully that means that a few more people get out there and run because let's face it if someone that has gone through as much as you have can can run a half marathon a full marathon and all of that sort of thing then I think anyone can and it's all about as you said mindset and and just being motivated so congrats thank you Thank you. So that was the Tough Cookie Podcast for another week. Thank you so, so much for your time today. Uh, Subscribe to our podcast if you love what you're hearing. We're sure to bring you many, many more stories of positivity, resilience and hope and inspiration. Uh, Thank you so much for your time again. Stay Stay safe, stay healthy, stay well and be sweet. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tough Cookie Podcast. To find out more about The Sweetest Gift, go to www.thesweetestgift.org.au. Thank you for joining us on the Tough Cookie Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please join us next Thursday for another amazing story of hope, resilience, and really overcoming the odds.